Hola, you're listening to In Your Piel or In Your Skin, a skincare podcast highlighting POCS editions, beauty professionals, and everything in between. I'm your host, Claire, and I'm here to help you feel empowered, find services near you, and learn about other POC beauty professionals that are doing big things in the industry. I'm an esthetician, digital marketer, polyglot, and I'm obsessed with all things globalization and skincare. I founded the brand Beauty Traducia, where I share skincare tips in a multilingual context, and I've met so many amazing estheticians of color in the process. Finding beauty professionals of color is a common struggle on social media, and for this reason, I'm looking to highlight those that may look like you and can resonate with the struggles of being a POC in industries where inclusivity isn't always top of mind. This is a space where I look to share their story, new product launches, and talk about what we love most in the industry. If you're ready to find beauty professionals that can resonate with your story and maybe learn bits of a foreign language when possible, you are on the right show. Hello and welcome to another episode of In Your Piel. I'm very excited today to introduce you to a Tampa-based esthetician that has her own small business. She has a really inspiring story that I think you're going to love to hear. Her name is Karen Portillo. Her Instagram is Sinless by K. And yes, welcome, Karen. How are you? <laughs> Hi, um, I'm doing awesome. Thanks, Claire, for having me. Uh, it's definitely very exciting to be part of this uh, podcast. Thank you. So why don't we start off with uh, just introduce yourself. Uh, tell us your story and Five minutes or less. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, my name is Karen. I am from El Salvador in Central America. I came to the United States when I was 18 uh, without knowing the language. I came wow. on my own and I was also pregnant. So it was a really big challenge. I moved in with my now husband. Wow. So we have been together since high school. Wow. And yep, and he him and my kids there have been a big inspiration for me to pursue my my dreams. So it's been like I said very challenging because obviously English is not my native language, but yeah. here I am trying to kick it. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I you know, I also did the cosmetology program um few years ago and I started working in the industry and but you know life reasons got me uh got me taking a break and then we had to move to Florida from another state and you know the fact that not knowing anybody not knowing the city just coming in blind it was another shocking experience for me mm -hmm. so I stay away from the beauty industry for about Four years until I finally got myself together again and you know start um, doing aesthetics like I, I said okay this is what I like this is what I want to do I want to make people feel confident in their own skin so this is what I'm going to be specializing in so this is what I'm doing now trying to make people feel comfortable in their own skin and you know confident about themselves Amazing. No, that's why I love that's why I love skincare and doing facials and 
waxing not so much waxing is not my favorite but <laughs> i like doing more of like the treatment i've seen too many things with waxing so <laughs> yeah me too believe me i've seen a lot and when you think you've seen it all it's like oh my god something new comes out so it's uh -huh. it's definitely one of the reasons why i love waxing because every day it's a new experience <laughs> every day is a new story to tell every client it's a different chapter so it's it's definitely not something that it's gonna make you fall in a routine so i love what i do yeah so you, <laughs> so you mentioned that you started originally in cosmetology and you moved to aesthetics what was it that made you want to make that switch i honestly see um you know a lot of us struggling with skin, right? And um, skin is very, very complicated to understand. It doesn't get limited to just do facials. There's more than that. There's always something to learn. And I think the fact that you're always in continuing education and that every skin is different, every facial is different, every treatment will be different, that made me more interested in this area than cosmetology itself. Oh, definitely, absolutely. That's mm -hmm. that's definitely what sort of led me into the the industry as well. And I used to have very bad cystic acne when I was just starting with with birth control. So mm -hmm. then I just felt desperate, and I wanted to to know how to fix my skin. And then I thought, oh, wait, this could be a good career path for me because there's a lot of other people that have probably the same feeling. And you look on social media, and there's so many perfect pictures, or everyone has perfect skin, and then in real life. It's not like that. Yeah, and I'm a big advocate. Um, I'm a big fan of those days without makeup. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, I truly believe in the fact that uh, you can go out there and just look at, uh, have a beautiful skin, and you know, show that off. Uh, obviously, I love makeup, but Me too, yeah, yes, I do love it. I do makeup too, but. I also love the fact that the, you can have a beautiful skin that you can just walk out anywhere without it. And you will still feel confident that you have a beautiful skin showing it to the world. So uh, that's one of the reasons why just not the acne problem, but uh, hyperpigmentation uh, and other skin problems that, you know, we we deal with made me want to jump into this uh, career and be able to help others, not just myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for me, I, I love kind of helping people demystify all the bad information there is on social media, especially yeah. in the Latino community. Like, it's so popular to just go into your kitchen and try to make your own skincare. And it's so <laughs> bad. It's like, put, yeah. them, put away the limones and like, stop putting all, the, all this stuff from your pantry on your skin. You're not making yeah. a salad. You're just going to burn your face. So... <laughs> Yep, it's true. Uh, I have a teenager daughter, so I've been my, um, challenging. I've been in that challenge myself of trying to let her know and educate her that not everything that she sees in social media is good for her skin. So it, it's something that definitely we are here for to help clients. And, you know, I do help a lot of people with consultations over the internet. Mm -hmm. I don't really you know require them to come and pay for it since i believe everyone needs to help needs help with that and not everyone can afford it but um you know when they see the benefit of being in the skincare 
routine and the skincare commitment, they slowly start making that commitment with you as an esthetician. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's like when you go to the gym and you get a personal trainer, you yep. want to work with you and see results, but you have to do the work at home too with your diet and getting yep. sleep and water and all of these things. You can, we can only do so much. It's, it's a, it's a two part collaboration. It and is. <laughs> so you were mentioning before you have your own business. What was that like opening that? Did you have any any lessons you learned that you want to share with everybody? Uh, I did. I think the biggest lesson you learn uh, and I, you know, want to share with everybody is don't keep thinking about it. You know, it's just not don't. easy. It's never going to be easy, but just don't keep thinking about it. Just go ahead and do it. Everything will work out. You will face challenges. Uh, you will face certain challenges, but it will work out. So don't don't keep thinking about it. Don't keep postponing that idea. Just try your best to work on it and just go ahead and do it because um, working for somebody else, it does help when you're starting because you get a lot of experience, like a, a lot of knowledge. But when you're ready to jump on your own, it's it's better. It's, it's just a way to do it. And so my advice for everybody that is thinking about opening their business, but they still haven't done it because they keep saying, oh, it's going to be challenging. Oh, but the clients. Oh, but the marketing. Oh, or they keep comparing themselves with some other statisticians, pages, and social media. That's not how you do it. Focus on yourself. You know, focus on what you're good at. Uh, and just go ahead and do it. Don't be afraid. Uh, there's plenty of clients for everybody. And they will come to you as long as long as you really love what you do, you'll do great. Mm -hmm. what would you, yeah. What would you what would you say was the easiest part in starting your business? Everyone always wants to hear about the struggle, but what was what was something that came kind of easy to you? Um, that's the that's even you know that's a hard question because I cannot think something that it was easy for me to definitely come here and start this business because. Uh, I think one of the first challenges that you face is negative comments, right? Sometimes even from your closest ones, like, oh, how are you going to do that? How are you going to, like, are you going to be able to do that? Oh, my God, like, a lot of things like that. So mm -hmm. to me, definitely there was not anything easy in this because um, I work in my business from the floor to the last drop of paint to the last, the last um You've been doing everything yeah everything everything to uh, we built it all so it was there was nothing easy there was a lot of nights where you where i was not sleeping thinking about the next day what i was going to do what i was missing so there was definitely nothing easy about it so mm -hmm. but that the rewarding part at the end that when everything is you know built up and your clients start coming in and they start leaving reviews about you your work and your place that's where the reward comes and you mm -hmm. say, oh my God, it was worth it. So definitely there's a lot of sacrifice. There's nothing easy about it. And, but you're going to love the, what, what you do. You're going to love how you feel about yourself and what have you done for yourself. And when you were just starting out, how did you attract clients that didn't know who you were? They didn't know what you were able to do Was <laughs> based on the pictures you had on social media or how did people come and find you? I honestly um, started working at another place mm -hmm. um so when it was time for me to leave you know i was trying not to um bring clients from there i'm gonna be honest uh but so 
So, but I, I had to say goodbye because there's in the waxing room, you develop a really close re relationship with your clients. A you lot of intimate, <laughs> yes, a lot of intimate conversations, a lot of secrets, a lot of, a lot of things going on there between you and your clients. So at some point I had to say goodbye. So, you know, I say, I'm going to be in social media. Eventually they followed me and then, you know, word of mouth. Like I said, I, when you do something good and you like what you do, it takes one good client to bring you through more. Mm -hmm. And those three clients will bring you more and more. Definitely, you have to have a lot of patience for you to build a good clientele. And that's where people sometimes, you know, get desperate and they say, oh, my God, this is not working. It will work. Just be patient. I love and, that. Yeah, definitely uh, social media, it's been another big thing for me. Uh, you know, friends, family, word of mouth, mouth as well. Uh, and just um, personal, like, I would, how can I say this? Like personal relations, like, you know, where, where if you go to church, if you go to um, sport clubs with your kids, if you go to school uh, meetings or stuff like that, that those are perfect opportunities for networking your business. I love it. No, that's definitely a good way to start. I definitely want to help other spas with their marketing because I have a, a marketing, a corporate background in that as well. So mm, I'm that's... trying to think of like, how can I combine my, my yeah. experience as an esthetician and my marketing and I can do it in Spanish, I can do it in Portuguese. So. Yeah, something that I, I also did was I joined um, some local Facebook uh, groups. Okay. And I offer free services, you know, uh, targeting certain people and that people stayed with me. Yeah. Now they're clients and they have been bringing more clients. That's great. So I think you just gotta use your imagination a little bit other than you just resources and um, don't waste any opportunity to market your own business. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's, it's all, it's, all about you know being just adventurous and not be scared about talking yourself on what you do absolutely no that's yeah. so important and speaking of standing out and having just people that can help you but also people that can kind of be your competitors what kind of services do you offer that are maybe unique or not too common i know you're in tampa and it's a very mm -hmm. popular city for for body treatments and waxing and all those types of things because everybody's always outside but what, what do you do to stand out? Okay. Um, you know, a lot of people does waxing, right? But I believe for you to do, to stand out, again, you have to know what you do. Mm -hmm. And people will come to you. You have to make people feel comfortable. And I don't want to compare myself to other estheticians because they're good at what they do. Mm -hmm. But I think... It's the way that you make you feel the client in your treatment room, what makes you stand out mm -hmm. from others. It's not, don't let them feel like you're here all just about the money and rush or whatever. Sometimes they need to feel like you're ta you're taking care about them. So mm -hmm. how can I say this? Yes, Tampa is a big, big market for waxing and some of the big businesses has brought the prices down, so which make makes it so challenging for us to charge the right price, especially because the supplies are so expensive. Mm -hmm. But believe me, if you do treat the client the way they want to feel, they they want the way they want to be treated, they won't care about paying. How much are you charging? Them? Mm -hmm. 
They will pay it's the experience price. you give them. Yeah, yeah I love that. experience that that you are offering to them. So I think as an esthetician, and you know that makes me stand out for them. Like the way I make them feel, it's not like a specific service I provide. It's just the way I treat my clients because I try to take care of them. They're my babies. That's how I'm gonna mm-hmm. do it. I'm gonna put it to you. So yeah. I think that's why they choose you. And also mm-hmm. the other thing is you got to go little by little. You got to let them know what you're doing. You got to communicate with them. And that's key. If you don't communicate with your clients, they're coming in blind. They will leave in blind. So you, they got to know you. You got to know them. They got to know what you're doing to them. And they got to know what the goal for you as an esthetician with them is. Not mm-hmm. just their personal goal. It's It's, you know give and take thing so it's very very um how can i say very hard to say oh i'm i stand out because i'm better than this or because i provide a better service it's not like that like i said i believe we we all provide a good service now we all have something that we are good at right Mm -hmm. like i have i've seen some estheticians i have friends that are estheticians they're amazing doing lashes but they don't like to do waxing yeah. They do it, but they don't like it. So I have other friends that they do um, back facials. They love to do back facials. And they have more clients booking back facials. So I think you have your your strongest service always. And mine, it's always going to be uh, the Brazilian waxing service. Yeah, probably because, you know, speed, technique, I don't know. But again, I think it's the way I make the client feel. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of how you make um, the people feel, obviously we're Latinas. We have come from a very beauty centric, sort of beauty obsessed cultural yep. background. For me, becoming an esthetician, it was definitely influenced by by my culture, by my upbringing. But um, do you have the same experience? Did you, while you were growing up in Antalbum, did you have uh, aunts or cousins or, or sisters that were always oh let me do a treatment for you oh let's go to this bar let's go to the salon in my family there's no one in the beauty industry i am the first one me too <laughs> yes i am the first one and then i have um one of my cousins she decided to go uh, she's a dermatologist but she decided also to you know have her own clinic for more advanced treatment so I'll say we are the only ones. But yes, I we grew up and, you know, seeing my mom, her sisters, grand, my grandma um, taking care of themselves, going to the beauty salon every week, getting their nails done, like her hair done, their skin. Mm-hmm. My mom, uh, just watching my mom, you know, having a strict skincare routine at home morning and night. Uh, and she got me started when I was just a teenager. I think that that got me into it i think that yeah. was a big influence yeah, yeah. and the fact that you know you have to take care of yourself you are a senorita you have to look good mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because especially because i was like a sporty um girl so i didn't really even want to look good i didn't even care so really? yeah and but when you start growing up and you start seeing pimples here and there and then you don't like it you don't want mm-hmm. that so definitely my mom and her sisters were a big influence, but mostly my grandma. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I love seeing her, you know, aging, but her face will still look so fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, she, I, will, I remember seeing her in her late 60s. 
Mm-hmm. She will still have this beautiful skin. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, is that really possible? Is that something yeah. that I will, you know, achieve? Or, and now that's the, that was definitely a big influence for me to, to come and join the, the beauty industry. Yeah, another yeah. thing, you know, the fact about thinking about money as well. We're not going to lie. Oh, my God, this woman comes to the salon every week. So why not? You know, and I get to to do what I like. I get to make money and I get to have fun. So yeah. why not? Exactly. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Definitely for me, too. I resonate with that because my, my grandma, she's 96, but she's always has her nails done. Her makeup's always done. She's still painting her hair. So she's blonde. And yeah. Funniest lady. <laughs> Yeah, same with my grandma. She is 88. Um, sadly, she is, uh, you know, in bed now. She is dealing with age, but because uh, health, she's healthy, but her body is not, you it's know, going in anymore. But she still asks for her nails to be painted. She still asks uh-huh. for her hair to be brushed. She still asks for a little bit of blush on her face. So I I like that. I, yeah. I want to grow like that. That's how I want to be. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And again, I still see my mom getting early at 5.30 in the morning every day just to, you know, do her um, self-care routine before mm-hmm. she goes to work. And I, I do like that. I admire that a lot. Yeah. No, that I like is something that I personally struggle with. Yeah, you feel better when you're like... You put together and you have your hair done, even if you have a little lipstick on before the call, like you can see me, I'm wearing like a little bit of lipstick. (laughs) It just makes you feel brighter and makes you feel better. (laughs) And so Karen, um, why don't you tell us how we can support you? Maybe if we're not in Tampa, we're we're all around the country, how can we how can we support you? Do you do virtual consults or do you have a store where we can buy products or or what's next for you? I definitely gonna be offering um I'm, I'm trying to work on my own intimate, um, well, skincare for the intimate areas, mm-hmm. you know, for people that deal with ingrowns, for people that deal with hyperpigmentation, dryness, and, you know, um, a lot of, um, I would say, like, um, blackheads on their bikini area. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to work on a product for, you know, that I can offer to these clients that definitely need that extra you know care in their in their routine um when you know that happens i will definitely keep the world posted uh but definitely you know the way that you can support another uh statistician or another small business uh, it doesn't matter what what it is is always sharing their posts mm-hmm. uh, you know extending their helping them extend their again fo- extend their followers in their audience I think that's that's a good uh, way to start helping. Like I said, not just estheticians, but other small business that definitely need uh, that help. Perfect. No, and I'm gonna put all your information in the box below. And no, I'm excited for your your product launch eventually because we need more products for for that area of our skin. And there's not a lot on the market that's made by. <laughs> It, they're all made by big companies, and I feel like when you're doing it from a small business, it has more, more amor. I don't know. It's just like yes. it's like a better, yeah. more intimate experience to use. So. It has that extra spice that mm-hmm. you know it needs. I like I said, it it takes a lot to start. Uh, you know to to be small to be a small business and to keep it up, but. Uh, Definitely, you got to start somewhere. And when you do, just keep looking forward because 
as soon as you start, do not look back. Don't dare to look back because there's always more out there waiting for you. So just mm -hmm. take that step and keep walking, you know, on that path that will take you to um, success. All set. Amazing. No, I love that. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for today. And I thank you so much for being on the episode. And stay tuned. Every Friday, new episodes are released. And I will once again put her contact information below so you can go support her follow her and if you're in the tampa area you already know a great esthetician to go see for all your skincare yeah. and waxing and everything in between needs and maybe afterwards she can take you to a great spot to go get some delicious pupusas so. definitely <laughs> <laughs> for sure and that and many places more <laughs> I am happy. Thanks for having me. It was a really nice experience sharing a little bit, you know, of my life and of my daily living as an esthetician. I really appreciate it. No, we loved hearing your story. All right. Well, thank you. And have a great afternoon. Okay. Thank bye. you. Bye. I hope that this episode was both entertaining and informative for you. Expect new episodes every Friday. So make sure you subscribe and check out my social media pages at Beauty Traducida for daily skincare content. Also, let me know if you or someone you know would like to be featured in a future episode. We would love to hear your story.